Hey guys, it's Karen and Misty, and we are Perfume Philosophers. All right. All righty. Well, so here we are. Interesting. Sounds like we're just saying like random like words back to each back and forth to each other. It's very strange. <laughs> um, Sanctimonious. <laughs> There's context there. This it's is not lost. important. It's, and it's not that interesting. It's really just um, random words. So that's not what we're talking about today. What are we talking about today, John? We are talking about the apocalypse, I think. Yeah, revelations. Revelations. Re- re- revelations, uh, uh, scent-wise. Scent revelations. Scents that will bring about the end of the world. Hopefully not that. The end of times. So, yeah, no. So, no, just kidding. <laughs> the episode just... was Revelations, and I was like, well, that's hilarious. And Misty was like, why? And I was like, well, Revelations to John. And then, um, yeah, I just, all sorts of biblical jokes. I want to bust out, like, a horn and just start, you know, breaking seals and such. <laughs> um, but uh, Four horsemen. Right. Real talk, the Ephesians need to get their shit together. <laughs> All right, that's my last Revelations joke. Okay. Maybe, maybe. Um, <laughs> I hope you liked those because he came up with those last night and was like, I'm going to save it. <laughs> like, I'm just, I, I, see, the problem is you just want to keep making them. Like, yeah, Revelations jokes just make themselves. All I've got is the apocalypse. Like, oh, yeah. And then that's it. Gotcha. I'm out. Well, Not of Revelations. That's a big though. thing to have. I know, man. Very um, powerful. Anyway, so Regardless. so so why why is what is what is being what is revelatory here? Well, I love the word revelatory. Um, it makes me think of my favorite movie of all time, in the top five anyway, Adventureland, which I just watched. But that's not what we're talking about. We are talking about revelations in the new perfumes that we have acquired in the not too dis no not too distant future would be yeah no the we wrong we direction. actually have them. Yeah, that we like have recently purchased. There we go. Not too distant past. <laughs> yes. Uh, and my brain doesn't work. Okay. Um, we have been actually investing in a lot of perfumes um, and right. colognes for various reasons from various sources. And anyway, so it's kind of been hard for me to like group those into episode things. So I just came up with this idea. We hope you like it. Please continue to listen. <laughs> we are not talking about the Bible. Yeah, no, that is... Other than maybe a couple more jokes, if I get like a really good one before before we're done. Um, okay, so let's get started with Pin Helligans. All right, so yeah, this was uh, Pin Helligans. Was it Kensington Amber? Kensington I think. Amber. Um, oh, it smells so good. Yeah, like super out of season. I feel. Yes, like, we've been trying to buy perfumes that we can wear now, but some this, things you just can't pass up. All right, this one. So we decided on on. To, to give this one a try. To be clear, this is a lot of like smaller scale. We didn't just go randomly invest in a billion giant bottles of, of things, including Penhaligans. But um, but yeah, we uh, we We've decided got the what is it the eight mil um, travel spray? Sure. It's the same it's as the, you get from like Scentbird, yeah. or but we got it from Fragrance Net. So uh, we were kind of trying to focus in this. This one was one that we thought we would both like because mm-hmm. we both like amber scents. We both tend to like Penhaligon's stuff, sort Depends. of. So Okay. Well, then maybe we don't. Um, 
but uh, but it seemed like a safe bet, and it super was. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just go over the notes while he's sniffing over there. So the top note is bergamot. Middle note is cinnamon. Base notes are vanilla, benzoin, labdanum, cedar, and tonka bean. And I don't know if to you those notes just are like, I don't know, they just make me think of like a warm and delicious, um, weirdly there's no amber notes in yeah, there. Yeah, I was, I was <laughs> going to point that out. Um, but this is what I imagine almost spot on when I think, when you tell me amber, this is what I think of. Right. And I do understand that I misunderstand amber. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's, it's not... Yeah. This and it it super doesn't have the note, but uh, that is in my head or in my to my mind like very tobacco y. In Unless a good like way, the vanilla and the benzoin. I don't know. It is, and the tonka, it's delicious. It I don't really smell the cinnamon. I to me it's there, but it's not like spicy. So like, it's not I like red know. hot no, cinnamon or is, like it is not. Uh, French toast. It's, it's kind of like buried in like the sweetness of a tonka. Yeah, and this vanilla. is so sweet. Because um, I think, as I understand it, you can have like a powdery amber. You can yeah. have more. That's to me, uh, Michael Kors, um, whatever his amber thing is. Um, oh, I forget yeah, what it's glam. It's like glam jasmine, something amber. His amber is very powdery, and I don't, I don't, it doesn't smell bad. I just don't care for it. This is what I am looking for when I'm trying. It's a very warm amber. Yes, I want a warm amber. Uh, is this what you would call resinous? Because I hear that I, a lot. I don't actually know. You're I feel wrong, like, wrong person to answer I that. Feel I feel like resinous is more of a texture than a smell to me. No, so I, know it, I resin. know it mostly to go sort of off topic, but not. I know it mostly in the context of beer. You come across that mm. often in IPAs as far as like a way that hops can present themselves. There's like floral hop notes and herbal hop notes and spicy hop notes and whatever. Um, so when I drink one, take a sip of one of your beers and I say it tastes like a pine tree, that's, that's resinous. That's, so, well, piney is also kind of its oh, own note. True. Like, and resinous to, to me in that context are the ones that it's like, it is kind of piney and dank and it like, the taste like lingers mm. uh, when you talk, to me, when you talk about the ones that are resinous versus like some of the IPAs, you tried one the other day where you were like, I don't hate this because it's like, it has kind of a weird thing, but it's immediately gone. Like it's mm-hmm. kind of self palate cleansing, you gotcha. know. Uh, the resinous ones are the ones that are just almost like, not literally oily, but anyways, I don't know how you translate that through though to. <laughs> so basically we don't know um, what resinous means. Yeah, that's a very long way that of saying really, I don't know. That came out very Southern. Like resinous. Somebody, somebody told me i was talking to a patient at work and he was like where are you from originally because i'm always like i just moved here i can't believe it's snowing and fill in the blank anyway um may may currently but yeah uh and i was like oh i'm from texas he's like oh you don't sound like you're from texas and i'm like well thank you thank you very much i used to get that a lot when i was a child growing up in texas because one time somebody was like what part of the south are you from i was like oh my southern is showing. <laughs> yeah, just... and I think the thing is that in the context of where we grew up, well, maybe not grew up, but as far as like uh, probably picked up a lot of accent and whatever would have been Houston, which is very much still Texas and the south, but it's also a fairly large city. So yeah. you do have, you know, some pretty thick southern accents here and there, uh, but not 
exclusively where you're gonna that's gonna be how you sound you know so anyway i lost my point for a minute there but i i remembered it when i think of resinous and amber i think of one very specific thing can you guess what that is no i can't no I feel it's like a I'm movie like, resinous amber uh i really all i can think of movie wise for you is like karate kid and <laughs> nope. The Goonies. I didn't say it makes me think of like my favorite movie. I know. I just wouldn't. although I will watch this movie if you were like, "Hey, let's go watch this," I'd be like, "Yes, I'm in." Indiana Jones. I don't no, know. Close. What, what has close. Amber? Same vein. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm throw a, a name out at you, Attenborough. Oh, Jurassic Park. Yes, yeah, I feel because like of the, the amber, amber yeah. the mosquito. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Dino DNA. Yeah. <laughs> Dinosaur. That, I, it's not that's not quite right but yeah. that, the the way i've never heard somebody mangle a word quite like like that, that little piece of dna did yeah um yeah. anyway we are way off track so but right. that's what i think of with resonance and amber is right 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 that thingy the cane but um <laughs> but to wrap that up pen hallions i did not wear this um, I've just had too many things to sample. John did wear it one day because we had some bonus cold weather. Right. I choose to be positive about the bonus cold weather because John can then, John, oh. we can wear cold weather perfumes you know, like I, out of season. I was kind of, I mean, excited is not the right word, but yeah, like I would much rather it be, you know, 70, 80 degrees outside, but if it's going to be in the 30s, then best believe I'm going to bust out something that I would normally have to wait a couple of months to get uh, to. get to. So it's not the worst. My only complaint, and this actually, I shouldn't say this, this is a, this is a complaint, but it's not like a, a knock on the actual stuff. I go anosmic to this very quickly. Yeah. Um, I mean, I even don't, when I you, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, even when I was just sitting here while you were talking, like by the end of that, I really couldn't smell it. And like when I come back to it, it's very faint and it bugs me because it smells so amazing and I can't smell mm-hmm. it for more than just a couple seconds at a time. Um, um, I will say if like, if you smelled Tom Ford's tobacco vanille and you were kind of like, well, this doesn't smell like tobacco or vanilla, try yeah, this. Because right. this is what, to me, kind of what I'm thinking yeah. that would smell like, which it doesn't. And I'm not mad at Tom Ford's tobacco vanille, but... This is a very warm pipe tobacco-y vanilla. Yeah. It's a very good scent. Yeah. Um, that I'm I'm looking forward to try out. Yeah, I think it it's, it reminds me of pure uh, the uh, Mugler pure Havan, except oh. I think that one's a little more masculine. Mm. Um, and I don't I don't like I suspect you would not want to wear that one. Like you'd probably like the way it smelled and put it on and then the dry down or whatever. You'd yeah. be kind of like oh. Uh, this I don't think has that problem. Hmm. I think it stays kind of down the middle on that amber tobacco note, at least again to my nose, which was kind of hard to say because I kind of now that I think about it, couldn't smell it relatively quickly. Anyway, so uh, yeah, that was good stuff though. Yeah, overall we were very pleased with Kensington Amber. All right, from Pin Halligans. All right, now I'm spraying DS and Durga Debaser. Which we picked. It's a unisex fragrance. Uh, we'd never tried anything from DS and Durga. And like all of the... We kind of took a deep dive into their scents because they're all kind of strange. Like mm-hmm. they're just different. And the reviews for them are very interesting on Fragrantica. So we got this. And we were thinking it was like summer, spring. Like, no. We were, thinking, we were thinking cold weather. Right. I don't know why we thought that. I, Maybe we read that. 
I think I no, I think I just miss, I, I misremembered really because like when it, when you even just look at the notes, it doesn't really sound like a, like it sounds very much like a spring summer thing to me. So the um, notes, speaking of, are fig, coconut milk, white woods, iris, and tonka bean. And man, it smells so good on this tester strip. I did try this one out and I hated it. Uh, on myself. I love this so much. Yeah. I would like to buy a full-size bottle of this at some I'm, point. It smells so good. The coconut is like all day. And the, that's what I'm smelling. I smell like a green coconut yep. with like a warm woodsy thing yeah, going on. Yeah, which I think is the fig. And I think the tonka. And I, I do not notice the iris like at all. I like, do think it brings a powderiness. Not like a like grandma powdery right. fragrance. But I think it just kind of softens some of those almost... Harsh green notes. Right. And I think the Tonka gives it, um, and instead a of making... depth? I was thinking, like, yeah, it keeps it from just getting into the... Because like, fig, it can get really, like, earthy and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I I was a huge fan. I put this on. I could smell it on myself off and on throughout the day. I really just wanted to wear it all the time. I was... <laughs> it's uh, funny. And then I told you to wear it because I was like, this is the best. Like, it smells like coconut. You'll love this. And then you put it on and you're like, oh. It just smells like a green, earthy fig on me. Like, and I don't like and that see, smell. on me, I feel like the fig stays mostly, like, hidden. Yeah, um, and it just, I did not care for it. I mostly and got I the added, green and the coconut, I think. I added my um, Outremont vanilla perfume because I thought maybe just, like, Warm it up something, or something else. Yeah. But that just didn't even, like, all you Off could smell event. was the freaking fig. And I'm just like... God. And all damn day, I'm telling you, that shit did not go away. I know, right? That's so great. <laughs> and it's not that I disliked it. I don't like it on me. Like on John, it was great. On that tester strip, smells amazing. But I think it does lean a little more masculine than I prefer. Gotcha. I liked it a lot. I like I said, I don't remember. Is that expensive? I don't. Is it super I expensive? I have no idea. I, I know that um, the travel spray was kind of on the low end, like fourteen to fifteen dollars. Gotcha. Which leads me to believe that no, it's not. It's not very super expensive. high end yeah. at any rate. I have to check that out. I really liked that, and I would probably. It's like I have that Banana Republic fig, but that's like a very different fig thing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, this one I could see wearing. I could see this being a daily driver for the summer. Like and I feel like a perfume that does last all day and project all day that's worth spending money on. Right. Um yeah. Yeah, no. I I don't know how well it projects. That's the one thing I'm never really sure about since it's just me around. Right. But, uh so so projection no clue. Longevity top notch. Um the way I kind of judge projection is like if I can smell it like without having to put my arm to my right, nose right. or stick my nose in my shirt <laughs> or yeah. whatever, then it's projecting. Like if I'm like, oh, is that me? Yeah. Right. Speaking of which, okay, let's talk about Prada La Femme. All right. Holy crap. I just bought this kind of on a whim because I've heard some um, perfume reviewers on YouTube talk about it. And I was like, well, I don't know. It might be nice. Well, I want to try some new stuff. And I... Love this. Love this. I want to buy this. I want to buy it in the biggest bottle that they make because this, I'm telling you, I would wear every single day. Well, there you go. Don't ask me what's, what um, uh, season it's good for. I don't care. I want to wear it all the time. 
I, you know, while you're spraying that and walking and smelling and talk on that for a second, I think, you know, for all that I go on about seasons a lot, I don't think everything necessarily falls into a, it's really only appropriate for I one know or the other. from mostly watching YouTube videos, when people are talking about that, like, I know they're mentioning that because some perfumes will perform completely differently in, like, a hot, humid situation right. than in a dry, cold one. So, right. like... And I'm, oh, I can smell it from here. It smells amazing. Oh my God, it's amazing. Yeah, I, I, I feel like this one doesn't necessarily, other than maybe its performance, like certain things like amber and like really warm tobacco and whatever, like that just feels like it would be cloying. Even if it's literally not. If you were out, you know, here where when you're out in the sun, that's like you're literally like inside the sun. That right. sun is freaking intense here. Um you know, so it's like certain things just don't seem like they f- fit, for lack of a better way. But, like, that's not to say literally every scent has, like, oh, this one is, you know, for, for only this or that. Um, this, to me, feels like you could wear this whenever. So let me read the notes. It's, top notes mm-hmm. are magnolia, bergamot, and carrot seeds. Middle notes are frangipani, tuberose, yank. Ylang Ylang. Yang Yang is what I like to call it. Ylang that, that L is silent. Yang Yang. You know, if you had like a like a panda, Yang yeah. Yang would be a good name for yes. it, I think. So uh Ylang Ylang, iris and spices in the middle. Base notes are beeswax, vanilla, and vetiver. And I will tell you, this is one of those perfumes, like I sprayed it on in the morning and I was like, Oh, that's nice. And then I went throughout the day and like I'm I'm an x-ray tech, so I'm pretty, like, all over the place. I'm always moving around, and I don't really sit and smell my arm very often. So, you know, like other people, like people with office jobs yeah, just sit and that. smell their arms all the time. I'm just kidding. I know. We all work hard. Anyway, but I was, like, moving around, and, like, every time I would pass through the x-ray control area, I was I would get a whiff of myself, I guess. Anyway, I'm just like what is that smell? And I was convinced somebody had sprayed like a cleaning product and that's what I was smelling. Cause we do have some pretty, um, intense, um, like odor eliminating sprays, as you can imagine the medical field. Right. Um, and so I just thought somebody sprayed one and like, I was on like the softer end of it, you know, like I wasn't right there where they sprayed it. And then I realized it was me. (laughs) I'm like, no, that's not a cleaner. (laughs) Cause it was just, it wasn't overpowering smell. It was, I wouldn't call it a skin scent. There was some projection, but it was just like, I don't know. It was so enjoyable. I was just like, this is how, this is what perfume is about to me. I am enjoying it. I don't really care what people think. I don't, while I love to be told that I smell good, I don't have to be told that right, I smell right, good. Right. And so this, I just enjoyed it the whole day. And like it started off like like a sweet, soft smell. And then it kind of got into a powdery, like dry down. But it was so nice the whole way through. I was just like, oh my God. Yeah, it's very, uh, at least on the strip here, it is very magnolia heavy, which I love. And that's the, it's one of the, that's one of the top no, notes. No, no, yeah. I feel, and this is, to be clear, I could be making this up, but it feels like the the carrot seed or whatever is what there's something that seems kind of herby that mm-hmm. keeps the uh, herbaceous is probably the actual word there. I like herby, uh, herby, herby. Um, that makes the uh, uh, the magnolia not because magnolia is another one that can just be like over the top, just like strangle you, cloying, cloying for sure, like sweetness. Because and it feels I've, like it doesn't go there. I've been in Mississippi in the uh, right yeah. <laughs> in the summer. 
<laughs> when those magnolias are in bloom. Anyway, this is so nice. I think it's great for like. Okay, I'm gonna say this probably isn't gonna hit be a hit with the the 20 to no, I would imagine thirty not. year olds. But after that, so if you're looking for a very nice perfume for your mom, and I don't care, but <laughs> it's for so apparently moms for are thirty and up. Older lady, no, I get that. There's younger mothers. They're wearing black opium and hot girl shit. This is a very composed, like old, not old. I hate to say older lady. It's just it's a floral. It's sophisticated. Right, right, right. And I know Prada Candy, like I've I've sampled it, I like it, but it does not last for crap. And that's that's the general consensus. That is not the case with Prada La Femme. And so that makes me a little more interested in trying more Prada fragrances because I just assumed, like, I get you Prada, you make expensive shoes and bags and clothes that I'll never be able to afford or whatever, pay for. But, you know, we can buy perfume, but... Because it has the Prada name, it's not cheap. So it's like, I don't want to spend Prada dollars on a perfume that's not going to last. But that is not the case with this lady. She's a lady. Well, there you go. Anyway, I love it. So speaking of prices. So I was watching, I believe it was Sarah Mays. uh, She had a a Zara haul video. Mm -hmm. And she said that Femme is, she thought, and now I didn't like Google to confirm this. I knew I had a sample of Femme uh, from Zara. Mm -hmm. And she said it's supposed to be a dupe for, she just said for Prada. And so I assumed La Femme. I don't think they smell that much alike, but I will say that Zara has this weird thing where every year they could release a femme in March and then in July release another one. They'll be completely different. Right. And then the following March, it's never the same juice. Even this, like when when we went to look up the info on it, it's like the most recent femme release is 2018. And then there wasn't one for 2017, but there was 16 and 15. It was just very confusing. Um, so it's up in the air. Who knows what, which one she might have even had. Exactly. You know. So it's hard to say. And she didn't say like, oh yeah, for sure. This, no, this is smells a... like that's meant to smell like something very sugary. And I don't get sugar at all. No, no, no. Yeah. This has got some gourmand stuff going yeah. on. Zara Femme. Zara Femme has like just kind of a cotton candy slash sugar e. Yeah. Note the notes. That is just entirely absent from the For Zara Femme are peony and bergamot in the top. Middle is tonka bean and sandalwood. And the base is vanilla, musk, and patchouli. Honestly, I don't smell any of those things in here. Maybe vanilla. But um, that smells very sugary, like you said. Um, yeah, and so it, and it smells great. Don't get me wrong. But don't buy this thinking that you're getting a, a dupe of that because it's, it's not the same. That it's reminds not. me. Like that... that Seems like it's meant to smell like candy of some sort. Yeah. Maybe Prada candy. Maybe maybe so. But that's kind of what um, Zara does is they, I believe they kind of dupe already existing and popular perfumes and they're very, very affordable. I think their biggest bottle is $20 depending on the line because like the, the Joe Loves collaboration, right. I forget what it is. It's like Zara Emotions or something like that. Whatever. Anyway, those are a little more expensive and I get why. And yeah. so... But anyway, I wanted to try that out, and uh, <laughs> it's not the same. And now you know that. It smells fine, but it is not my lady Prada La Femme, which I did find a bottle on um, Fragrance Net was around $40. So it's not even like... Gotcha. It's, that's with my 35% off discount code that I found. Ooh. Excuse me. In a Yummy. YouTube video. 
that I keep using until they they're like, no, get a new code. This thirty five percent off is the highest that I've seen yet. So yeah. Anyway, this smells amazing, and I'll stop talking about it for now. Okay, so some other revelatory things going on here at Perfume Philosophers headquarters. Um, Britney Spears. She came by. Nah, just kidding. Um, okay, so I have Britney Spears Fantasy and I have Midnight Fantasy. And while I keep them on hand, I like them for uh, celebrity fragrances. I think they're pretty good. Um, except I don't wear them. And I don't know. I just have way too many things that I wear. But I like it because of the nostalgia because I wore Fantasy in my 20s. And, you know, that's that's just fun. But, um I never been I've never really been that interested in trying any of the flankers, but we ordered some um sample uh bottles like the little actual samples. Yeah, the actual carded samples. And um I got one of Sunset Fantasy cuz it was like 98 cents and I was like, "Sure, why not? I'll right. I'll smell a Britney Spears flanker and holy crap, this smells amazing." Like you know, it's and I think you can buy a bottle for um about 20 bucks. I don't know that I would buy a whole bottle, but I was just very surprised that this fantasy flanker did not smell exactly like the other ones cuz Midnight Fantasy and Fantasy are very similar. If you like one, you'll like the other. But um now, like, we just sprayed it on the test strip, and it's very much just, like, alcohol bomb. No, it, to me, it's off the top, just a huge amount of raspberry. Oh, yeah. Like, that, that's just insane. I smell apple. It does, it does. Uh... What are the notes? We have Italian, Mandarin, blood, grapefruit, and apple. Uh, middle notes are peach, raspberry, leaf, and orange blossom. The base notes are milk, mousse, vanilla, amber, and Australian sandalwood. So I, I don't get any of, like, the warmth from any of those notes. Mm. It's really just sweet. But not in a way that you would smell like a 12-year-old, you know, like... No, I think maybe what I'm th- calling raspberry... Cause there is no is it apple? ...is either apple and and or peach. Because mm. it's, de- it's definitely fruit. Fruit, yeah. Um, but it's not... I don't know. I feel like I get, like, a coconut vibe going, even though there's no coconut in it. It just... And that may just be because it's fruity, and I think, like, fruity drinks right. or whatever anyway if you're into fruity scents and you come across sunset fantasy it's it's for you it's good it's it's pretty good and it smells nothing like fantasy which makes me more interested to try some of the other flinkers to see what they smell like they're all kind of inexpensive but i don't need like the whole fantasy line i may just watch that among the stars that Alex from Among the gotcha. Stars on YouTube and see how I'm because he has the entire collection. So, um, but speaking of Britney Spears, uh, I discovered because I bought a sample of Private Show, which I had actually heard Sarah Mays talk about both this and Private Show VIP, and so those were both available on Fragrance Net as samples. So I bought them, and um, I didn't care for Private Show VIP. It was fine. It was generic. I didn't really care i didn't really like i just didn't care (laughs) but when i smelled private show i was like holy crap that's amazing and i love it and so the notes are where is it here let's see yeah it took me a second to find oh okay i went i went out of order oh well that's okay um so the notes are whipped cream coffee 
nectarine and clementine, middle notes are dulce de leche, jasmine sambach, and orange blossom, and the base notes are amber and musk. And so it's like something about that whipped cream and coffee. Like that's a cool combination in my opinion. Yeah. I don't really get the coffee, but I definitely I don't get whipped cream. Either. And I feel the like dulce you get, de leche. Yeah, which, which is, is caramel, caramel, I believe, yeah. yeah. And, um, um, yeah, so it's like a, a, I smell the whipped cream, I smell the caramel, and that's pretty much, and maybe the musk, because it's got like a, just like a musky vibe, but, um, so I loved the way that smelled on the test strip, so I decided, all right, let's give this one a wear test, because why not, this isn't going to offend anybody at work, so I put it on, and then I was like, this smells familiar, what does this remind me of? And then I had the revelation, which is, I'll tell you, I, was, I smell a lot of perfume and a lot of times I can't figure out what it is it reminds me of. Right. It's harder to do than you might think. But this one, on my skin, and I will specify specifically on my skin, it reminded me of Debbie Gibson Electric Youth from 1989, which I know I have talked about it before. If you go back to the very early episodes, Karen and I do a celebrity episode and I talk about it a lot because my mom wouldn't let me have it because she thought it smelled bad. And anyway, so the problem is, obviously, it's hard to get hold of electric youth. So it's like just based on my memories, that's what that smells like. So if you are 40-ish years old and you want to like take a, a trip down memory lane and smell like electric youth, this is an option. Because to me, that's what it smells like. I want to buy, I need to send my sister a sample. Or, well, I want to find a whole bottle of this, partly because I love the way it smells. And this is an easy, like, just put it on and go kind of perfume. Right. So you, you don't have to think about it. And because I have a hard time, like, in the mornings picking a perfume because I have too many <laughs> So why not add another one, right? Right. Anyway, but this is one, like, I feel like Vanilla Fields, like, I'll just put that on if I can't decide. Or Kabuki, I love that one, so I'll put that on if I can't. Now it's going to be either Prada La Femme or whatever I feel like is uh, <laughs> it's not offensive. But um, until I run out of Prada La Femme. Um, anyway, so in deciding that this smelled like Electric Youth, I pulled up the notes because I wanted to like compare them side by side not a lot of information and i'm guessing because fragrantica didn't exist until way after they stopped producing electric youth so it just says notes of fruit flowers sweets woods and amber yeah and i i think that's like from the ad copy back in the day and it makes sense because i don't remember i i suspect back then you know your scents were probably not being advertised via all of these super specific, you know, it smells like rhubarb. Right. There were no influencers. Like, this is all just straight in teenage magazines. Yeah. They knew who their audience was. Anyway, so in doing that research, though, I found that um, in the reminds me of section, they also had what I happen to have a sample of, although I don't see it. Um, oh, here it is. Yes, I am by Casharel. And so I haven't smelled this since we, well, when we got him, I smelled it, but I wasn't thinking electric youth when I was doing that. So, um, I haven't smelled this since we discovered this information. So we'll tell you. Um, the notes are raspberry, mandarin, orange, lemon, and bergamot. Middle notes are gardenia, ginger flower, amber, jasmine, rose, 
and orange blossom. And the base notes are milk, caramel, vanilla, cardamom, licorice, coumarin, benzoin, sandalwood, and amberwood. So I feel like, okay, well, I don't think that smells like electric youth, but it does smell delicious. Like when you smell it now, it's like fruit yeah, and something else, like maybe some flowers, but I'm not getting like the candy vibes at all. of like some sort of very specific gum from yeah like, it has <laughs> got it like a fruity maybe fruit stripes may i'm i was thinking of one of the just like one of the specific flavors of like bubblicious oh or, or like hubba bubba yeah like just gotcha. i wouldn't remember what but like oh he when i was this... back in uh back in the day when i was in, in like middle school high school i remember like it felt like Kind of, I don't know, like there's a bazillion flavors of those two particular mm-hmm. brands of gum. And it feels like that kind of reminds me does of that one. Smell, does that smell grapey to you? Because yes. that's what it smells like to me. Yeah, it's it grape super... medicine, like Diamond Tap. Man. I bet I'm just thinking of like the grape version of, of one Bubble-ish's. of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Hubba Bubba. They both had grape. Grape was just kind of a standard flavor. Like. Yeah. So I think that might be. So this doesn't smell bad. It but doesn't, but I'm I don't not... think it smells anything like Mm-mm. Private Show. And so if Private Show... And I'm Show... convinced, and you cannot convince me that Private Show doesn't smell like electric youth. So, boom. But this is interesting. I don't no, hate it. No, it's it. not bad. I just... This smells more to me like um, Libre, YSL Libre, which is very grapey. This, I just can't get over. It smells just like straight up. Not necessarily. Weird as it sounds, not in a bad way. It smells like straight up synthetic grape Mm -hmm. flavor. I I don't know how to put that. Your taps, your hubba bubbas. I just like saying hubba bubba. But without like the kind of gross, like over the top like cloying sweetness you get in like Dimetap that they have to cover the medicine flavor with. True. Good point. But yeah, so that was like yes, you, I you am. Wanna, if you want to smell like you drink a lot of Welch's grape juice, like that's mm-hmm. the. But in a good way. In like, a good way. Or just drink a, a lot of Welch's. Going yeah, no, on it's, now it's not too. bad. It's just it's strange. Yeah, it is strange. I like it. I, I like, like it. that in the same way that I t- I liked that one um, scent that we got from the winery that smells like wine. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, this really smells like. And it doesn't actually smell like wine. If you pour yourself a glass of wine, it doesn't smell like that, even mm-hmm. a little bit. But it smells exactly like you think wine should. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is the same thing, but with, like, grape. Mm-hmm. It um, doesn't have, like, the, I don't know, what, <laughs> wine is aged. Yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't have, like, the, somehow they managed to nail it in that, <laughs> that air freshener that we bought. Anyway, um, but yeah, if you do, and I I need to order one, I just haven't. Um, there is a website called Surrender to Chance that I often go to and look at because it has, it's actually, it's like they sell perfume decants and then they're also like um, part museum. Like, so it's like they'll have ads from back in the day. Anyway, but they also, they try to recreate fragrances that are no longer made. Um, and they have... You can buy Electric Youth from them. So I need to order a little vial and smell it and see how it compares to that and my memory. Um, but regardless, I um, it's a cool website. You should check it out. So we'll, we'll link it in the show notes if you um if anybody even ever sees those yeah who knows <laughs> who knows but i, I mean if you them. if you're like oh where is that link that they're talking about like that person probably sees it because they're True. trying to find it they're trying to find yeah. it which um the fastest way to get to that is probably 
perfumephilosophers.com because it just posts the... Oh, right. That just links to the podcast thing on the Podbean. Podbean so. mm-hmm. Which is the hosting Host, yeah. that we use, but, you know, it's, if you, you can... It's not I, mean, I think it shows up in the description of the oh, on episode, all of them. Okay, I, think. I didn't know. I, I don't because we put it in. You know what? We'll figure it out. Whatever it does or it doesn't. Um, but, but anyway, uh, so surrender to chance. They um, but they don't have everything that I'm looking for. But we'll get to that here in just a minute. That's what I'm here for. That's what you're here for. Um, okay, so another revelation that I had. Um, I meant to do these chronologically, chronological revelations, but. I messed up. Sorry. I I got too excited about electric youth. Um, Okay. So let's go back to 1984. Forever Crystal. But from Charles of the Ritz. I think that's like a drugstore. Because I know that this was sold at like Walgreens. And I don't think it was sold in department stores. But whatever. Forever Crystal. Based on Crystal Carrington from Dynasty. As far as I know. I keep bringing this up. And I... I forget that I don't know if that's true or not, and I should actually fact check that. But I didn't watch Dynasty, and there was a reboot recently. So anyway, seems like it'd be right up your alley. Yeah, Yeah. certainly the old one now because holy crap! If you go back and watch Dallas, like oh my god, like I own seasons like one through fourteen. Maybe I didn't make it that far. Anyway, um, Forever Crystal. That was a perfume my mom would let my sister and I wear. And we both got a bottle for Christmas one year. And so, you know, as I'm doing the podcast, I'm like, man, I wish I could have Forever Crystal. And I know I've talked about this before, but I was reading on the Fragrantica page for Forever Crystal. And I found the, I think this is probably the closest you're going to get without, I need to go buy a vintage bottle on eBay. They have several, um, which I it's not important. So the notes from Crystal, again, sketchy information because, like I said, Fragrantica didn't exist before. Like when, you know what I mean? They'd stopped making this yeah. before. Fra- Fragrantica does not, in fact, predate the internet as a whole. Probably. So, probably. Like oh, IMDb. you know it could. There are. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe it was a mailing list that's been around since like. Oh wow. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. regardless, stay focused. Focus. Focus. Okay. Musk, mimosa, rose, and bergamot. 80s-licious, you guys. Anyway, so uh, Kate Walsh, billionaire boyfriend. And you have to do some some searching to find it. I bought the only two bottles available on walmart.com. I bought one for me and one for my sister. Did I hit you? Yes. Sorry about that. I mean, you did not literally hit me. but I hit you with that crystal, y'all. With your best shot? No, that's... My best shot, I wouldn't have hit you. It would have been all on the tester strip. Um, But yeah, so this perfume... Okay, so I bought the Rollerball when I read that. I, I came across the Rollerball on Fragrance X. And so I was like, I'm, I'm going to spend these $5 and just do this because I want to know. And I put it on my wrist. And I mean, nostalgia flooding in. Like, just straight, like, holy crap. This smells like Misty and Aaron in the 80s to early 90s. Um, it's a soft powdery, um, you, you have to like this kind of perfume. It's, it's almost a vintage vibe, but not quite. Cause I don't know, I guess cause it's not vintage. Right. But, but um, I feel where you're coming from. The, there's, there's something in there that seems kind of old school. Yeah. Um, so the notes are, uh, top notes are green notes, tangerine and bergamot. Middle notes are jasmine, patchouli, gardenia, and orchid, and the base note is amber. 
And so I would say if you're a fan of Kate Walsh's boyfriend, which John and I both love, um, you would probably like this. Now, if you're a man and you're a fan of, of boyfriend, don't, don't buy this yeah, because this, this is actually doesn't this is sm- lady perfume and and it doesn't really smell like boyfriend. No, it doesn't. There, there's I wouldn't even say like uh, boyfriend can is kind of powdery if you accidentally spray on too much. So I mean maybe that is kind of the, right. Oh man, I love this so much. When you first spray it on the tester, it doesn't smell very good. If I'm being really honest, <laughs> but. Let it dry just a minute, and then it smells fantastic. And I know on my skin, I loved it. And it did just remind me of 1984's Forever Crystal. Possibly Crystal Carrington. I love it. It does smell like the 80s to me. I think if you're um, if you're going to an 80s party and you want to go all in, scent and all, spray this. Spray this on you. Well, I guess track it down, buy it, and then <laughs> and then wear it with your side ponytail and your shirt off of the shoulder and uh, your swatch watch. I had so many of those back in the day. Swatch watches? Yes. When were I was they like cheap? A kid. And now I don't think they were. <laughs> just I don't know. I don't know why. Probably I a good would, Christmas gift. Maybe. Like, God, I mean, I just... think they were like 50, 60 bucks, which is. Actually, I guess it was probably quite a bit. Back. Maybe they weren't that much. Yeah. I would have, I, I think I We quit. didn't have one, I feel like. No, I had these through, like, I was a kid to kid. It did not make it out of the 80s for me. Yeah. So. Mm, this smells like the 80s. I can't, it's time to play Million Miler and just wear my Billionaire Boyfriend perfume and <laughs> just go back in time. Billionaire Miler. Watch the Goonies. Anyway, Okay. Um, so yeah, and it's funny too, because on the, um, Fragrantica in the reviews for, um, if you look for Forever Crystal, Mm -hmm. like a lot of people do not, well, there's this one lady and I feel like she knows, like she knows what Crystal smells like. And she was like, I've tried this, I've tried this, all of these things are supposed to smell like Forever Crystal and none of them do. (laughs) So, and she said the closest was Billionaire Boyfriend. And so I haven't smelled Forever Crystal since the 80s or early 90s so i don't know but um it's yeah it's interesting but i I feel like we found the right one so if you're looking for that that i won't talk about it (laughs) i'll keep i'll keep moving here because i've talked about it a lot because it's very exciting i mean you know vintage perfume markets are kind of hit or miss so it's like you know Who's to say you're not buying a bottle that somebody just put some water in and shook it up? But it'll still smell like it, so I don't really care. Like, I'm not buying it to wear it. I want to smell it. So. Right. Anyway, okay. So moving on to 19... Well, let's go... Let's do this one first because it's yeah. chronological. Moving on to 1990. Four? Oh, 90. 90. I see. I yeah. see where you're going. Yeah. Uh, Liz Claiborne Realities, the original, because they did reformulate her in the 2000s. Um, so I bought a bottle of um, Realities um, when I first moved to Denver because I wore this in the mid to late 90s because somebody went all in on Liz Claiborne fragrances for my friend Lisa. Like, they bought her. I know she had Realities, and then she also had... Um, Oh, crap. If I hadn't tried to think of the name. Oh, Vivid. Vivid was another one she had. And it's like, who's buying all these Liz Claiborne fragrances year after year? Whatever. She didn't like reality, so I got that bottle, and I loved it. It was a much smaller bottle than this. 
Um, to me, the bottle's kind of iconic, as is the box that it came in, because I just I just remember that time of life. You go walk into Foley's. It wasn't even Macy's then. Um, in Texas, obviously, because I think Foley's was just straight up Texas. Um, and you would see the, the orange triangle boxes in the gotcha. display cases. Anyway, I was actually a little disappointed when I got this bottle because I'm like, that doesn't smell like I remember it smelling. I don't know if this bottle is old, if there was a reformulation like prior to the new formulation, which smells nothing like it. They just used the name again. Um, I don't know. It just didn't smell to me exactly like I remembered it. strange. Yeah. I, I suspect this is maybe an actual bottle of yeah. reality. I need to figure out how to check the, the batch code. Um, there's yeah. a way to do that. And I'm curious. I, I'm going to look into that after. I just say that because this is such a strange. Yeah. It's got a weird, not an offness, but it just smells like I, some notes are missing or something. It, it, knowing what. Well, I don't want to, because it makes it sound like I'm like, knowing what I know about, like, perfumes from the 80s, which is very little, but, like, uh, back in the day, like, perfumes that I recall, like, mainstream brands weren't really, like, leaning into, like, weird, you know, there was no, um, who was that, uh, I hate perfume guy, oh, yeah. like, there was, th that wasn't, like, a thing back then of, like, hey, let's make this, like, really weird thing that, like, three people in the universe will like. So, like, this feels like, yeah, like, I can't fathom back in the day this being a popular enough thing and a bunch of people going, I want to smell like whatever. The, like you said, it's like it's missing half of the smell or something, you know. Yeah, it's, it's just really kind of powdery. And now I will say, Realities did have this kind of a weird, crispy, like, I don't even know if it was fruit or what. Um, but anyway, let me just, the notes are uh, top. Are chamomile, sage, osmanthus, and bergamot. Middle notes are lily, Bulgarian rose, carnation, freesia, and jasmine. And the base notes are peach, sandalwood, amber, and vanilla. I wonder. This is almost like the thing that I think my nose is trying to do here, or it's like, I swear to God, this is like what rose uh, what what 1980s rose or 1990 i guess mm -hmm. rose smells like literally 30 years after the fact um like yeah i it, you mentioned those notes and you can kind of like see something sort of in that direction but yeah Don't i just wrong. i really like the way it smells it, now it smells fine it's just it's but this it is, seems off. Yeah, this is not how I remember it smelling. And, and again, that could just be my memory. It's not it's necessarily true. the... But it just doesn't have that... I have very strong like memories tied to this perfume. Like I remember what I was doing in life when I was wearing this. And so I just know how it smells. Like, right. I have not lost those memories, those scent memories, I guess. Right. Scent Marie's. Scent Marie. Who is Scent Marie? It's me. Oh, it's that lady on YouTube from Canada. I like her. Oh, there you go. Anyway, she's the one that turned me on to uh, Prada La Femme. Okay. Anyway, so that's that. Okay, so you'll remember I bought a bottle of Joe Malone Elderflower Cordial Cologne. And I, when I was in Nordstrom, I'm like, what does this smell like? What is? I do remember that. And it's realities. That's what it smells like. And I, I pulled the realities bottle out because like, I'm actually excited to have it in my collection because I like the look of the bottle. It looks like stacked cubes. 
And then it comes in a just this orange pyramid shaped box. Anyway, and it just man, I I was just gonna point out, even though that came out in 1990, that is the 80s-est bottle I have ever seen. Absolutely, it is strong. Very very geometric with like a turquoise lid with the orange bottle. I mean box, yeah. So Joe Malone, obviously, I know we've gone over the notes before, but they're just it's gooseberry and elderflower, right? Uh, no, I think there's like something, let's see, gooseberry, black elder, dried fruit. Oh, okay. Um, and that gives me reality's vibes. That is what reality smells like to me. And so if you are like me and are very disappointed with your recent purchase of Liz Claiborne's original realities, so it's still out there. You can still find it pretty easily. Um, try this Joe Malone. Now these are limited, limited edition that one actually legit is. Well, it's hard to say because that was released this year. So who knows whether that's only going to be this weird limited right. edition or whether this was just released this year in this limited edition collection. And it will, because like I, I've never been able to quite wrap my head around like sometimes those weird limited edition, Joe Malone limited ones are just a limited edition bottle of an existing scent. Oh, yeah. Several from this very collection are that. Right. Blackberry uh, Bay, for example. Yeah. So I but don't, this didn't exist prior yeah, to this, this. This was released this year, and yeah. I think this is the only version of this that currently exists. Is is that small bottle? So yeah, if you or if you know somebody that used to the wear reality marmalade collection, it's I think. the marmalade yeah. collection. Um, so if you know somebody who used to wear realities in in the the nineties, early nineties, um, and they're sad because they can't get it, you know, this is a good substitute for that. I wouldn't say they smell exactly the same. But it does, that is what I was like, it just hit me and I was like, oh, revelatory, revelation, <laughs> revelations to Misty. Um, it was just like, that's realities. That's what it's certainly in the dry down, like maybe not like on that tester strip. I'm like, no, cause I can smell realities now. But, um, and I even went and sprayed the bottle out in the living room. I'm sorry. The living room smells like realities. <laughs> Sort of. I mean, I sprayed a couple because I thought since I don't spray it that often, like it might not like, you know, have to clear the line or whatever. It's just it's old in there. Anyway, but it does not seem to have made a difference. Mm. I'm just sitting here smelling debaser over Uh. and over. It's (laughs) totally unrelated. It smells so good. Okay. Uh. Now we'll go. It does smell so nice, but it's definitely masculine. Coconut milk is like nuts. I can't. That's what I (laughs) smell. Coconuts. Uh, no, let's not, let's not go there. Coco nuts. Okay. Um, all right. Let's so. move on to the next thing. So I had another, another revelation. This one happened fast though. So we were smelling the samples that we ordered. Do we want to start with the original here? No, we'll start with the, oh. uh, okay. So this is Azaro, Azaro. 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 Yeah, so we listened. We watched, I was like, I'm curious because I always say Azaro, and Misty's like, this Azaro thing. And I was like, oh, God. It's like, the I don't. southern lady in So me. I, I just, I quickly Googled and I was like, how to pronounce whatever. And so we came across this how to pronounce that names thing. And it's this super Italian person, Azaro. I can't, yeah, I can't yeah, fill I can't my R's. Either. I just found sound like weirdly flimmy and gross. But yeah. Uh, it's, it was just like, oh, my God. And Misty was like, you have to pronounce it exactly like that. And I laughed and said no. Yeah, and that's why um, I brought it up again. Okay, so the minute I smelled this, I'm like, what does that smell like? 
So this was launched in 1996. Let's just go over the notes. Top notes are lemon, rosemary, bergamot, neroli, and pineapple. Middle notes are jasmine, cyclamen, oak moss, and coriander. Base notes are musk, cedar, oak moss, sandalwood, cardamom, tonka bean, and Brazilian rosewood. And this, my friends, like, like a, like, immediately I'm like, oh, that's CK1. It smells like CK1 that I remember in the 90s. And I was watching my girl Sarah Mays, and she was like, CK1 has gone through so many reformulations. Right. So I feel validated. The only thing I saw, I saw several people make the sort of a same comment. I did see a lot of people mention that the dry down is much more like the dry down of CK1 that I remember was kind of like white flower e slash citrus e maybe. Mm. It's hard to say. I can't. I had mostly knockoffs of it back mm-hmm. in the day. And I think at one point I had one bottle back in the 90s. Um, but like this, I hear dries down much more like masculine than that. I yet. have not tried it yet. And I'm going to. I just haven't gotten to it. Today is probably a good day for this. Um, but I, it's funny that you mentioned knockoffs when I was like, I used to babysit for this lady named Tina and, um, she was an Avon lady. So I would keep her kid while she was out delivering Avon anyway. And so I would get all of the samples and there was a Avon came out with this random line and they had one called clean cotton. And I always wanted to have CK1 because I grew up in the 90s. Yep, yep. And I thought it was so edgy that it was unisex. Yeah, no, I'm, I was, I was right like, there. Right? Yeah, I grew up like 14, out in the sticks. Let's see, in, in 94, in I was 15. And yeah. yeah, that's about the time where you're like, yeah. screw what my mom says. I know everything about life. And please, Miss, you didn't know shit about life. But anyway. Well, see, I, I was, I, my omniscience kind of held up. Yeah, well, yeah, no, you're smarter I'm, I'm than me. I was a teenage girl, uh, it's, like, it's like the, hardcore. No, I honestly, that's one of the funniest things somebody pointed out. It's like anybody that's like, um, you know, like, oh, I, you know, nothing has changed since I was whatever. And it's like, so, yeah, you are still like 12-year-old, clearly. <laughs> um, but anyway, but yeah, so, so my rebel ass but had no money, you know, like. I didn't babysit for very long. I'd make like $5 a job there. So could not afford Calvin Klein or CK1. My mom didn't like it, so she wouldn't buy it for me, like for Christmas. Um, Lisa had a bottle, so I would just spray it on. But anyway, that clean cotton um, line, yeah, I got a whole bunch of the samples. And they weren't like spritzy samples. They were like you tear the package open and it was like a um oh, like, like, a swab, a swab, like a swab like a piece yeah. of gauze yeah, yeah that was wet and so we like we have two of those on the shelf do. over there yeah it's like and a moist so, towelette yeah and so i would put uh, she gave me like 10 of them but like i um would put them in baggies and try to reuse them so they wouldn't dry i would like seal it up so i could because anyway, it smelled like ck1 enough for me right and so i don't know if that's what i'm like this is the scent i'm getting maybe that's what it or, is too um, that it reminds but, you of because i the to me this is missing some flower some floral notes that i remember i don't CK1 know having. i love this i, I know i think it smells fine i just this. we do have this little bottle of ck1 but like so who much. knows like yeah this is old to, from you can all, you may be able to dip the one in just yeah. a minute uh, here, I'll, I'll, just I'll, rip a little piece of it off <laughs> but we bought this way back and I put it in a spritzy, like a, I made my own decant, I guess. Cause this is just a, what is this? A half a, ounce yeah, mini splash. And so I, um, kind of folded it in half yeah. so and I remember being very disappointed. And during the nineties episode, cause I'm like, that's not how I remember that smelling. And so, yeah, that just smells like old citrus. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I remember, and I could be wrong, I remember that being a, like a citrus and, and some type of white flower. And that like makes soap. sense because my friend Lisa, like I said, she wore it and she loves like one of her like signature scents for the longest time was... Um, but yeah, that just smells like citrus. What's it called? Oh, crap. I can't remember what it's called. Um, anyway, it was a very heavy, musky white floral mm-hmm. and... Um, to me, like white florals and citrus, that kind of goes with her vibe, just like that clean. But um, this, I, I just remember it smelling like this. Yeah. I love this. And so this, I don't know, we'll let that dry for a minute. And so, okay. Um, very interesting. I want to, it's like, I feel like we always see a Zaro chrome oh, in all closeouts. Over the and now, now that I want, I actively want a bottle. I can't, I can't find it. Although no. it is not expensive on um, uh, Fragrance Net, so we'll, uh, we'll yeah, probably we, pick we up saw one. a bunch of Chrome. I saw like Chrome Legend. Chrome Legend. Um, I didn't. No, that was just online. I was gonna say I saw Chrome Aqua, but that was just when I was googling. But anyway, to the guys that listen to this podcast, this is a great, clean, like this is a good citrus fragrance. I. Even if you didn't like CK1, I think this smells fantastic. Like, yeah. so clean and delicious. Um, so if you're looking for that, that's... Um, did we do the notes? So the notes in CK1, I don't think we ever got to. They are lemon, green notes, bergamot, pineapple, mandarin, orange, cardamom, and papaya. Middle notes are lily of the valley, jasmine, violet, nutmeg, rose, orris root, and freesia. And the base notes are green accord, musk, cedar, sandalwood, oak moss, amber, and green tea. So I feel like there's a lot of crossover there. Yeah. I think back in the day what my nose picked up was like jasmine and and bergamot or something or, or citrus. Mm-hmm. Um, and freesia is a very like, white flower. Okay, I think it's gotcha. a purple flower. But to me, it just it's like the... Sh- I don't I can't describe it. I'm not even going to try. I was going to say sheer because... Bath and Body Works used to have a sheer freesia was there. Anyway, it's not important. <laughs> but it, it gives white flower vibes for sure. Oh, my God. I can't stop smelling this. Right, so moving right along. Moving on. I'm going to put that That's on. Actually, so I think I think we're down to our last and kind of surprisingly, mo- like, so we, spe- so re- speaking of revelations, while we were typing up the notes for today, um, the item we were about to talk about turned into kind of its own little mini like revelation, like so, so revelation. we'll just launch right into it. Yeah, it's okay. like it's like so. it's like revelations within revelations. There's layered inception, <laughs> yeah. revelception. No, anyway. Anyway, so. um, so you know I've been going on for a couple of episodes now about Sun, Moon, and Stars yep. by Carl Lagerfeld. Um, launched in 1994, the notes were peach, pineapple. Water lily, freesia, rose, and bergamot. Middle notes are carnation, narcissus, heliotrope, orchid, orris root, orange blossom, jasmine, and lily of the valley. Base notes are vanilla, sandalwood, amber, musk, and cedar. And I don't remember the fragrance at all. I just know I always wanted it. My friend Tara had a bottle, and she had sunflowers. Anyway, um, so... I have been reading a lot on Fragrantica and they it, it was relaunched and I found a bottle. I found one on Fragrance X and one on Walmart's website and they are um, 
It's much cheaper on Walmart. But anyway, um, so like the box was blue, like a navy blue, and it had like sun, moons, and stars on it. And it had like a gold band around the bottom. And on that, it said Carl Lagerfeld. And then uh, now the one that's, that are available, I noticed said United Colors and Prestige Beauty. And I never, it never occurred to me to Google that, but so, it did occur well, to John. Before we get into that, um, we, I didn't know if you wanted to. Actually, we can we can circle back. So yeah, I when she mentioned this, I was like, I'm curious, like who this company is. So I ran a search and found out. Now they only currently have two items, but um, per their fairly minimal website and ad copy. Their whole shtick, it says, United Colors and Prestige Beauty LLC is committed to bringing back memories associated with fragrances of the past. And I told Miss, I was reading this off to Misty and her face is lit up. She's like, oh my God. So, um, I'm sorry for shouting there. Got all excited. Um, this is, uh, and, and it's, to be clear, it's this, the, if you read these notes, it's terrible grammar. Uh, and this is from the original, uh, that, so that was what, which are fragrances associated with the past, um, which are no longer available. <laughs> well, that's, that's its own little sentence fragment just floating there. Uh, wait, I'm not going to read this whole thing because it's whatever. But, like, they, they certainly seem to be uh, trying to... So they And they have two fragrances. And it looks like their whole shtick is, like, fragrances from back in the 80s and 90s. Um, so uh, United Colors, I think, is related to United Colors of Benetton... Because their other thing is they have also relaunched, is it Tribute, Tribute? I don't know how you pronounce it, which is a Benetton scent. Um, and yeah, so I don't know, like so far it's just the two, but like, yeah, I'm curious to see. I'd, I'd like to, I'm going to have to set a bookmark and keep my eye on that for a second. Because like, you don't see hits, like when we were trying to find, I was trying to see like, oh, when did they relaunch? No hits in news, no press releases, no nothing. Um, but I am curious to keep my eye on um, any kind of company that seems to just be taking nostalgic scents and bringing them back out. So um, we looked up the notes for Sun, Moon, and Stars on their site. Mm -hmm. Actually, let me rephrase that better. On their site, they randomly happened to have them. I wasn't like, oh, let me see if they have this. I just, when I was looking, I noticed it, it had them. So um, I'm not going to read them all off. Just similar with you know, a huge amount of overlap, but some differences here and there. Like I see like uh, the new one has Daffodil, which was entirely absent from the... Uh, from the one it mentions rice as one of the notes in the new one so um we'll save a dive if we end up laying our hands on a bottle we can talk about it in in, in uh, a little more depth but uh yeah that was just kind of like random curiosity of who is united colors and prestige beauty turned into some company with ties it looks like to united colors of benetton from back in the day um re-releasing you know stuff from back in the 90s um totally unrelated also but i was gonna say just speaking of 90s and nostalgia sun moon and stars always i have no idea what it smells like i have always thought that bottle and packaging reminds me of um smashing pumpkins <laughs> like mm -hmm. no good i think because of uh, a lot of the art around melancholy and the infinite sadness was very uh celestial like sun moon and stars and etc but um <laughs> 
But yeah, uh, I when we were looking at it today, I was like, wow, this still reminds me of 90s Smashing Pumpkins. I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> uh, it is a strong 90s vibe, so which is hot right now. So I feel like, I don't yeah. know. So we're going to look more into that. Again, I don't remember. I don't know what it smells like. but Yeah, we won't I, really be able to talk about comparison, but it might. I, I was like just jotting down notes for um, future episodes one day, and I was reading in the... Um, the the comments on the Fragrantica listing for Sun Moon and Stars and then it was like there was a relaunch and I wrote that down and like it took up like six lines of notebook paper it was so big that's <laughs> I was funny. just like oh, what I must know more and so yeah and like John said like there's nothing there's nothing on the interwebs about a relaunch yeah. which is weird because the people on Fragrantica knew about it so I think that they launched it but they I don't. I don't, you can buy it for $100 from their website, the colored, what is it, United Colors and Prestige Beauty. Yeah. But um, I'm going to go scoop up that $30 bottle from Walmart.com, probably. Seems like the way to go. Yeah, because uh, it's like 70 bucks on Fragrance X, which if they cost $100, it's a fair price. It's yeah. a good discount, but... Um, and like if you look it up on eBay, like it's it's kind of hot right now because they're selling like empty bottles for like hundreds of dollars. Wow. Yeah, so that bottle is is iconic though, and I don't I think they so. changed it. It's the same bottle like design. So yeah, very excited about that. Good times. Yeah. So, so man, we talked a long time. Like yeah, that's that's <laughs> we're what we're here over. for. So that's uh, kind of our episode. So com- revelations, revelations, the revelations oh to John. You revealed a lot of things there. To I... John and Misty. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't remember that uh, that that part but... of the Bible. Yeah, it's that's... at the end, oh, the very end. Yeah, it's the revelation working. in the revelation mm. to John. So, um, so yeah. Good stuff. Um, some super exciting. Uh, so we we have well, some of our super exciting stuff is now sort of imperiled. But um, one of our one of our super exciting things has sort of disappeared on us. But yeah. we're still we're still working that angle. Like a citrus but, scent. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It, it has. It has. Uh, yeah. That's there. You go. There's but your, your. We hint. remain hopeful and optimistic, and right. it'll happen, or it won't. But. We have been um, teasing over and over about trying to um, re-record, or get not re-record, but record again with Karen, and that has actually happened. We so, have that in our hands. Yes. Like, now, Next. I say we. That was I, I decided to bow out on this one because I know listeners really like you guys. You guys vibe well. Yeah. And I was like, you know, you don't get to talk a whole lot. You haven't. And I tend to just chatter. And it's like, I don't. Nobody nobody wants Karen to come back into an episode so I can talk over her. <laughs> um, probably, I assume. For the first one. Um, so, yeah. So I decided I'm just going to bow out and let them just chatter and be nostalgic and we're going to have a throwback so that is that is already done that is in hand yes we need to put it together but next um, week's episode will be misty and karen yeah so just fyi uh if you've if you've been craving some karen uh (laughs) then get caught up yeah you can get caught up next week uh (laughs) and and we're more on, on a better footing for finding a way to make that happen a little more regularly, even if it's not necessarily full episodes, to do a quick record all together and put that as part of our main thing or, yeah. or whatever. She's so. on board. She's excited. I think we have some good ideas. So yeah. we will be welcoming Karen back with work. No, not working arms. 
Open arms. Okay, been talking too long. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so I just wanted to mention, since we keep uh, kind of hinting at that hopefully happening, it has happened. It is done. Next week, listen, and you will get to hear it. Um, So, yeah. Questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, um, thoughts. Want to say hi? You can email me at misty at perfumephilosophers.com. Oh, so since we're here at the end, for anybody who has hung on this long, I wanted to mention something. So Ian had emailed a little while back, and then he guys sent some just ginormous wall of text back, because that's who I am. Sorry, Ian. Um, hope it wasn't too <laughs> obnoxious. Uh, but he mentioned something there that I forgot to respond to and thought of again this weekend when we were out and about. So uh, we were, he was mentioning kind of the, what, what closeouts were uh, available overseas and et cetera, and uh, joked about like who wanted to smell like a Mustang, because... Ford has Mustang, a line of cologne. Uh, cologne. So I just wanted to call out. So we have mentioned, I think last week we mentioned when we were out and about, we saw like a Mercedes one. We saw a Ferrari one. I've, we've <laughs> bought a Corvette one. It was terrible. Oh, it's god awful. If, if these weren't so reliably terrible, I feel like there'd be a fun episode there. But they're all like at best, they're tolerable. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so I saw a new one that really <laughs> made me chuckle. Um, Nissan. Because <laughs> when you think like, man, like I want to, like when I'm thinking like iconic anything, Nissan just springs to mind. They had two. Um, they had Udi, O-U-D-Y, and <laughs> Energy, which really made me chuckle because I was like, if Udi is Ood like is that like energy is energy like <laughs> um but yeah like what is what is what is going on in the world i don't even understand so so ian i just want to if you i, I don't want to say keep your eyes peeled for that because god but I mean, or, you, or maybe you do who maybe it's amazing if like, you don't want to smell like a mustang if, you if can like, also smell like a nissan like, you know i want to stand out from the crowd that is is out there smelling like uh, mustangs and ferraris and corvettes and mercedes you can you can be out there smelling like an Altima or maybe even a Maxima or may, maybe those are only the U.S. versions. I don't know. Maybe my joke falls apart for the international audience. But yeah, I just wanted to call that out because it made me chuckle so much when I saw that. I was like, that's not like I'm not a car guy, so maybe there's this. But it's like okay, Ford Mustangs they're at least sort of iconic. Corvettes they kind of have their own thing. Mercedes is a nice luxury brand. Ferrari is a high end whatever. Nissan? <laughs> I don't... What does Nissan bring You know, like... No it's like, Nissan. No, yeah, no. I would, back in the 90s, I loved Altimas. That was like <laughs> the best car ever back in the day. I never had one. I always thought it was great. I liked the Altima more than the nicer Maxima back in like... Actually, it wasn't... It was like early 2000s, I think. Um, but yeah, it's like... Ford might put out a Mustang cologne, but they're not putting out like a Fiesta cologne. Right. You know, like, and I say that as somebody who owned and other than the horrible transmission problems, liked their Ford Fiesta. Um, but yeah, it just, it threw me for a loop. And then, and then of all of the things, like not Oud, but Oody. <laughs> it's just kind of Oud-like. So anyway, Ian just wanted to just wanted to mention. Um, Thanks I, for responding to yes, Ian. And we kind always, of like put you right on the spot. Right. We're like hint, hint, and right. then he was like, yeah. hmm, "Subtle guys." Yeah, right. So so yeah, thank you very much. I hope my email was not too obnoxious. I was probably half in the bag when I wrote that. Um, all the time. Yeah, that's John I, drinks. I'm just kidding. No, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a horrible problem. No, I was. I always. I, I feel like. Uh, 
you know, somebody's going to bother to write for better or for worse. I'm going to write back. So (laughs) hopefully that was, you know, it was all, if it it didn't come across well, it was certainly well-intentioned on my part. So apologies if it was not, but yeah, that was, um, there was a lot of text there. John types emails like he talks, like he just can't. Just keeps on going. Yeah. Kind of like I'm doing right now as we keep going over and over and trying, trying to keep it at our time. And I just keep not. So (laughs) with that though, I just wanted to mention because Ian is reliable and, and our, our foreign correspondent there, I, I wanted to, to give him something that I thought he might find sort of amusing because I know I got an actual out loud chuckle when I saw Nissan Energy and Nissan Udi available <laughs> at, was it Ross? I think we we're at Burlington Coat Factory. Okay, yeah. So there you go. Anyway, with that for real, get on with it. Yep. And next week you'll be hearing the dulcet tones of Karen and Misty <laughs> as they talk about uh, cologne and things. Actually, I don't even know. I'm going to have to listen to that one myself. I honestly don't remember what we talked. Oh, I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Catching up with Karen. That's, Catching up that's, with Karen. That's next week. So anyway. All right. With that, have a good week. Sensational even. Smell you later.